the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, recently provided important updates on COVID-19, suggesting it resembles other common respiratory illnesses more and more. With this shift in perspective, the organization released a comprehensive guide on respiratory viruses, implying that COVID-19, specific health regulations, may not be necessary anymore. In a detailed document, the CDC presented the reasoning behind integrating COVID-19 into the broad segment of respiratory viruses. This scope includes well-known viruses, such as influenza, RSV, adenoviruses, and rhinoviruses, among others. It's important to note that measles, a highly contagious virus, is explicitly not part of this grouping. The newly released guidance isn't applicable to medical care environments or outbreak situations. While the risks posed by COVID-19 have not vanished entirely, they no longer categorize it as a unique emergency. The health consequences of this disease now closely parallel those stemming from other respiratory infections, according to the CDC. A significant modification in the brand. New guidelines involves adjusting the required isolation period for individuals diagnosed with COVID-19. Prior advice urged patients to undergo a fixed five-day isolation stint. This viewpoint has been reviewed lately. The duration of seclusion is now primarily symptom, driven, resonating with established isolation principles applied to other respiratory viruses. The modified respiratory virus guidance from CDC puts forth the recommendation to maintain segregation from others for at least 24 hours post the alleviation of fever and other symptoms. Individuals whose symptoms cannot be attributed to any other known cause should adopt this strategy. This advice covers the period of maximum infectious potential and matches the timeline when symptoms are usually most severe. Even under these revised isolation instructions, the CDC concedes residual risks of the viral transmission. For this reason, the organization strongly suggests continuing masking, testing, distancing, and maintaining hygiene, improving air quality, and adhering to these interventions for at least five additional days after isolation is also recommended. The CDC contends that a truncated isolation period won't necessarily result in serious implications. This standpoint is supported by patterns noted in other countries and jurisdictions, which didn't observe a sudden surge in emergency department visits or hospital admissions after scrapping fixed isolation durations. Fewer people, according to a recent survey by the CDC, indicated they would test for the virus if they experienced cold. Like symptoms, a mere 10% of those surveyed stated they would visit a pharmacy or healthcare provider for testing. This poses a challenge and also highlights a potential area for increased education and outreach. The body also highlighted practical issues surrounding isolation guidelines, such as the absence of paid sick leave for workers in many sectors. Other secondary effects comprise social isolation and the financial strain that society bears as a whole. By reducing isolation periods, the CDC hopes to alleviate some of these pressures. The CDC proposed that COVID-19 presents a lessening threat in its latest announcement. Several indicators such as a decline in hospitalizations, death rate, and the frequency of long COVID 
and complications related to the virus among children like multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. Miss, support this premise. Vaccines against COVID-19 have proven to be protective shields, contributing effectively to the prevention of severe illnesses. Not only that, they play a critical role in avoiding fatalities, and to a considerable extent, long COVID. Hence, the call of the hour is to increase vaccination rates and expand their coverage. 